This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom. But has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix May 16th. Hello and welcome back to the U Up Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is always a pleasure to be back here with you, Jordana. How are you? What's going on? Our weekly check-in. What's happening? What's happening? Um, things are good. Yeah. Another week. <laughs> here we are. It's cold out. I know. Uh, it, it's I, I have to say, when you just had this moment. When I was like, how are you? Like, you looked out I? your window. Yeah. <laughs> you had a moment of like, and I think if you're living in a cold weather place, I'm not, I think the wet is, is very weather dependent. Seasonal depression mm-hmm. is a thing. I'm, I've never doubted that in my entire life, but I have to assume. It's worse I, this year. It, it's the COVID seasonal depression is going to, because if we get under a certain temperature in New York, I'm like, I guess I'm not like, like I need to, I need 45 minutes at least to be outside with like a breeze in my face, breathing fresh air. And if I can't get that, the day is not a great day for me. I agree. Um, and it's tough. T- it's getting tougher to do that. And I have to say for our daters out there, normally I would say the cupping season thing isn't really happening this year, but I do think, especially if you live in a cold weather state like New York, it's like, it's, there's not really going to be much to do indoors. I think they're going to be shutting down pretty much everything that's going on inside if you're going on a date. So unless you're inviting someone back to your apartment, I do think this might be a time of people going, like finding someone to go through the cupping season has almost never been more important than right now because you can't really meet new people on like a date at a bar. Jordana, Jordana, you just turned into... Every single person that listens to this podcast, like too truthful aunt, like you know, like I mean, what you just said is is it just horrified many of the listeners because they're like, like you're like, you better find someone. Winter's coming, <laughs> and if you like, because if because someone right now is single and they're going, no, I don't mean to yeah. scare anyone. <laughs> I don't mean to. I mean, no, I'm saying like if. If if that's what you're looking for. I mean, some people are like, great, I can spend I can take a, a few months break from this whole dating thing. And like sure. I have an excuse for that. I think if you but I from among the single people that I've spoken to, it is like if you if you're on a date, your, your choice is either to go to a warm weather state where you can do outdoor dates with new people. Yeah. Um, or well, I, I, mean, I go just, for a walk in the freezing cold. I don't fucking know. Like, what's the I, what, what's the choice? I'm sure where there's a will, there's a way. But it, we're taping this November 18th just to let people behind the curtain. We don't know what the future holds as far as lockdowns, as far as weather, and as far as what's going on on December 2nd. But I would agree with you. It, it is funny to think. I remember there would be this moment, these moments with, like, family, like, and especially because we're after the holidays now. Where, like, someone will just say things that are so detrimental to you, but that means nothing to them. Oh, so, I'm like, sorry if I just did that. I didn't. No, I just know my conversations with the singles out there. I think it's so funny. I'm not accusing you. I, I just think it's hilarious because I've been in that situation where someone's just like, 
yeah, I don't like it. And I call it like the, the aunt thing because I just, it's always, Oh my God. Uh, it becomes uh, someone's <laughs> annoying aunt with unsolicited advice. Just, I, um, you know, I just don't know what people are gonna do. You gotta stay inside. You can't meet new people. I mean, if you're single, you might as well be single for the rest of time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> listen, I'm speaking to people who are on the ground. I, 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 I listen. I, I'm with this you. It's fear. gonna be. It's time to get creative. Let's sit. Let's sit in the positive Fine. for a second. Yes. That's it's time fair. to get creative. It's time to buy some layers. It's time to uh, get a to new the winter south, coat. Too, maybe perhaps Head, take a little. You know, take a trip. You know, find an Airbnb with a couple of friends, and everyone gets tested, and then they go, and you guys pod up. You know, I don't know. It, it, there's, I, I always live in the land of solutions, and I think there. I, I agree with you though. If someone, if you're in something, or if you have a guy or a woman that's out there that's kind of been like, I don't know. Uh, right now, they might be a little bit more attentive. I, I think right. people will be a little that's bit really more attentive. My point. Yeah, I, I totally understand that, and not like I think you guys are fucked. Like that's not <laughs> what I meant to say. Well, you know, I, I some people are looking at the world right now and thinking that you know, I and I don't blame them. I, I think their feelings are valid, and it's it it's always hard, but it's even harder now with this extra thing. And it's all mm -hmm. you know, this whole year has been a lesson in that. And the emails that we get, you know. Maybe they're similar to how they were in 2019, but now it has this little extra right turn where it's like, ah, we gotta now we gotta avoid something else. It was hard enough to swipe and text and get on a first date. Now it's like now there's a whole other a thing whole, to think about. And now you know you have governors that are like, well, uh, you know, again, everyone's kind of, and and a lot of this is emotional, you know. So like, you don't know what to believe. There's a lack of leadership. There's a lack of. Of, of like, I, I, I was talking to a friend today and like, all I want is mathematics. I, I'm so done with, with opinions, <laughs> with opinions. I just want mathematics. I want just tell me the numbers. Tell me what matters. I don't I don't care just about tell me feelings. what to do. Like, tell me, tell me when do. I'm going to get the vaccine. I'll take yeah. it. Just tell me it's good. I'll take it. I, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, and I think that's why right now when we're talking about the weather, like I, my brother lives in Florida, and he was like, and I was saying yesterday was a beautiful day where it was right above the number and the and right below the wind speed, right above the temperature and right below the wind speed of a perfect day to be outside. It was right at the precipice of maybe I need to go in, but I could get my 45 minutes. Today, it is freezing and windy, and it's like you go out for two minutes. You're like, okay, maybe I can do it. And then a minute later, you're like, I cannot do this. I'm going back into my right. aquarium where I'm going to sit and look out the window. And my, you know, I was talking to my brother about this, and we're just like, and I said to him, I go, it just sucks because you just don't have direction as far as when this is going to be. Like, what's the date? What's the due date? And it's like there's a big difference between do 20 push-ups and do some push-ups. Right. Do, do 20 push-ups, you'll go to the ground, you'll get it fucking done. Do some push-ups, well, how many? As many as you can do. What's going to happen? I can't do any. Yeah. I can do one. I can do one one push-up. You know, like, it, it, it change, it's just a whole mindset, and I think everyone's in that do some push-ups mindset that, you know, just sucks. So, And it's okay to admit. Yeah, I think it's tough to have hope when you don't know, again, like, numbers or, like, things or like what you know what i mean what you're supposed to if you do this then this will happen and then like i want like the clear path 
Sure. Too. I, I want to be told what to do again, like but you, you said. Know, you know what the sweetest moment, you know what tastes a little sweeter, you know, like what's in season when I think of like fruit, like what, ta- you know, when a fruit tastes better, you know what tastes better now when you agree on like COVID stuff with a stranger, when you have that, I was just over at the elevator in my building and there okay. was a woman uh older woman and she look and we have you know what do we have in common we're in the same building who knows <laughs> and she goes uh she has groceries in her hand the elevator comes she gets in and i hold back and my thing when they go in the elevator i go i look make eye contact if they give me the wave in i go in if they don't you know i just wait fine okay. that's the that's the game i'm playing and she goes in the elevator and she goes come on come on come on and I go, thank you. And she goes, you know, and she goes, what floor? And I tell her my floor. And she goes, you know, um, I just kind I always ask. I always make sure. And I said, I know I'm with you. I'm with you. And she's like, right. you know, seven yeah. years old. She's like, I, and she goes, I just ask. I don't, you know, she goes, I put on the mask and that's all I care about. As long as my mask is on, you know, come on in. I'll do, you know, whatever, two people, three people right. in the elevator. And I look at her, I go, yeah, I'm with you. And it was like the 70-year-old woman and me. And I go, I'm with you. You got the mask on. I got the mask on. And I, and I look at her. I go, the rest is in God's hands. And she starts laughing. And I'm like, I had this moment. Like, her laugh, her understand. And she was like so on board. Like, that, it, like, it was as if I put to words exactly how she felt. And I felt so good. Like, I was so... Right warmed to be on the same we are on the same exact page i'm sure we would agree on every subject and it's like covid that's the gift of covid is you do feel more it tells you so much about your relatability to people it also tells you to the people that you don't relate to i mean there's a there's a this is gravity it's you know there's also the other version but when i had this moment with her and then she gets out of the elevator and she's like Bless you, honey. Bless you. Love you. Mm-hmm. Like, like she almost gave me a kiss. We almost French kissed in the, in the elevator. Like, like we Jess. were we we yeah. I won't tell Jess. We all we connected on such a level that like you know in all of this, it was your meet cute. It was our meet cute. Yeah. yeah. What what are the rules for your elevator? There's no rule. This is the There's rules no are rules. make eye contact and My figure it out. My building has rule. My building has rules, which I Do they love. Have the stickers on the ground. I love rules, I have to say. Yeah. They they don't have stickers, but they have like a sign that says like, you know, unless you're it's in your immediate family, like two people max in an elevator. And I'm like, okay, like that seems reasonable. Um, I don't like, I like rules. I grew up with no rules. I crave mm. rules. So I love a, you know, See, a nice. To me, this is kind of what I'm talking about. I'm though, saying. Like, I like to know what to do. Sure. I, I. Again, I'm with you. I, I like rules for the greater, but I like con- this connection I had wouldn't have happened with, you know, the stickers on the ground that looked like they were created by right. a conspiracy theorist 20 years before we had this how all break out like those stickers came too quick for me. But I, I you know what I mean? Like I, I did enjoy this moment of connection. And, and I think you got to look for those small wins right now. Like, again, this is how low the bar is. We're like, eye contact, good. I, I don't eye know. Eye contact it's, with a neighbor that you're not like, fuck off to. Yeah. But yeah, but I mean, we're going to find out like if you're dating with someone and you don't connect on these things. To me, that says a lot about your dating. It says a lot about your math. Yeah.
50 high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oleayi was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she is returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Do you want a bra that's sexy or a bra that's comfortable? Thanks to Third Love, you can have both. Third Love was started to take all the frustration, ick, and ugh, out of bra shopping. That's why they make solutions for every bra problem, aka problems. Their bras make it easy to bring back perkiness you haven't seen since high school, get smoothing you know where, and have straps that actually stay put. Designed at their headquarters in San Francisco and made from premium materials, they put every style through hours of wear testing on real women, including themselves, before it's given the stamp of boob approval. Comfort and support are guaranteed. Plus, whether you're a double A cup or an H cup, their virtual fitting room will help you find your perfect fit fast. They even invented half cups. No more feeling stuck between two cup sizes that don't fit. It's time to get your problems solved. Visit thirdlove.com and get $15 off your order with code podcast15. What are we talking about today on the subject of virus? Of COVID. And of COVID. So I really, I enjoyed this email. Someone, so I think that there's a there's a little bit of a death drive thing in here of like what happens if you or your partner get, let's say you're in a relationship. What happens if one of the two of you get COVID and the other one doesn't? Do, do you have a plan for that? If Jess gets COVID, we break up and I go back on Bumble. That's you go back it. on tour. No. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, no, nothing, nothing. Um, no, <laughs> no if, if, if Jess got COVID, I'm, I'm sticking it out in the apartment. We, you know, I'll, I'll lick her face and I'll get it too. And we'll die together holding hands like Romeo and Juliet. That's really sweet. Um, yeah. I didn't get she just the goes, same. That's so, she just goes, that's so romantic. <laughs> It is romantic. No, it is romantic. That's what I'm saying. It's like not logical at all, but it is romantic. But what's it? What if your parents live 20 minutes away? 40 um, minutes. Away. I would lick Jess's face and avoid my parents. I'd see it as a reason to not have to talk to my parents for a while. You know, I think I, that's, I, I think I, that's I, really I'll romantic. See, yeah, I'll see my parents when I see my parents. Like, I, again, I, I guess it changes no, if my parents I mean, were, like. I meant like, do you go home to your parents oh. while you stick it while she recovers? Oh, that nothing so sounds not worse it. right now. Are you kidding? Living right. with my parents instead of here with them going, why are you eating that? Are you going to go on the Peloton today? Are you, you should use the Peloton. How do you keep your weight on when you're working out like that? You're drinking too much. Have a drink with us. No, drink too little. Drink too much. It's like, why would I sign up for that ha you know, ha haunted house of fucking abuse? <laughs> and what, what if you got COVID and Jess was like, well, I'm going to go stay with a friend so I don't get it. I would love it. Goodbye. Ta-ta. <laughs> you're fine. You're fine either way. Yeah. If, cool. if I got COVID and Jess was like, I'm staying with a friend, I would like, I'd be like, enjoy Brooklyn. Pack up. Bring That's something really warm. So yeah. I asked Mike the same question and his answer sure. was not romantic. He'd be like the person he's like, I would, he's like, if you got COVID, I'd give you the apartment and I'd see you in, you know, two weeks when you recovered. I'm like, really? What? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, 
I'm like, we are getting married in sickness and in health. You're just leaving yeah. me. I have a disease that is known to be deadly. And you're like, I don't want to get it. I'll see you later. Um, wow. And that was based I, well, on, but he does. He lives in Long Island. His parents live in Long Island. His right? parents. Well, yeah, his parents live on Long Island. He was like, I'd, I'd give you the apartment. You know, you could you could stay here. And I'm like, but what if I'm like deathly ill? Like, what am I doing? Who's taking care of you? He's like. Well, if you were like really like ill, like I would sleep on the couch and like try to avoid you. And, you know, like I would stay. But he's like, if you're asymptomatic COVID carrier, you're like, why would I stay there? Like, that doesn't make any sense. So I would get it too. Like, why would why would anyone do that? I'm like, out of like loyalty and like, you know, yeah. like. I don't know. I, I guess his his now that I hear his response to it, it is more reasonable than mine. Like mine is just like, I guess we're dying now. Like well, I that's like what, it just yeah, that's what mine was. I'm like, if you got it, of course, like we both just get it. Like we're both in this together. He's like, why? He's like, you don't know the long term effects of this thing. Why would you willingly just like decide that we should both have it just because one does? Like, why are we both going down with the ship? Sure. And why do I have to stay inside now? I can't even go get my 45 minutes of fresh air yet. I guess my I some of my solution, quote unquote, is lives in laziness. Like it sounds like Mike is not a lazy guy. Like he's like, yeah, I'll pack a few bags. I'll I'll do the gym from a different place. I'll work from a different like it like all of that to me. The moving out is more stress than the getting of the disease. As crazy right. as that sounds. Well, I'm looking at it from a romantic angle. I'm like, that's not romantic. <laughs> Someone gets, he's like, he's like, you're not a romantic. He is, she goes, he's being practical. It's not romantic. I'm like, yeah, that's true. Sure. Romance is the op opposite of yeah. being practical. Flowers aren't practical. You know, like, yeah. We we talk about that on this podcast all the time. The cross section of romance and practicality is kind of where we try to live here. And yeah, to, to maybe I don't know. I, I guess he's being the right amount of practical. Also, when you're in an apartment with someone else who has it, you're not as careful as the someone else. When you're sick, you're careful. Right. When you're asymptomatic and you're around the sick person, you're just like I, I just naturally human. You humanly, you're just more less likely to be you know i i would assume that's a, a a good reason that it's spreading the way it's spreading like you're more comfortable in the same way that when you go to a family event and everyone's wearing masks for five minutes and then everyone goes ah it's uncle <sighs> bill and then take it off after two seconds like yeah it's it, it, it's a diff it's a more difficult question now as, as the more we talk about it well i mean like he gave me that answer and then it was like well that's rude and then i just kept asking him the question until he changed his answer He's like, all right, yeah, you're right. I'd stay with you forever. Like we both just die together in each other's arms. Like yeah. whatever you need to hear, so that we can stop talking about. <laughs> it did help. It He's didn't help his cause that I was like, yeah, I'd lick her face and I'd get the disease. Yeah, and we'd die I mean, each it's like the arms. same thing help. with the other episode we did, where uh, you know you said you'd call the cops like that night. I'm like, you know, Jared seems to be like really. Uh, he's winning a lot of these like relationship tests over. I <laughs> In, in Mike's defense, I'm on my phone a lot. So I, I think I'm probably on the phone more than him. I got my weekly report the other day and I, it, it came up, you know, when it comes up on your phone. Right. It, like, oh, yeah. The how many hours, hours? Spent, mine, mine came up. It just says, you have a problem. That's all it said. <laughs> and <laughs> Mine is so. basically like that, too. It's like every waking minute is basically <laughs> like when you're not sleeping, your face is glued to this screen. I. It, it might be why I get an Apple Watch. My, and some people would say, well, that's a weird solution. 
get more Apple products to get off of your Apple product. But something about the watch tells me I wouldn't be like, because what happens you is be like I, scrolling on the watch. Yeah, yeah. And like I like if I get a text, then the minute I get a text, I go through the whole wheel of fortune move of like, oh, let's look at the text. I'll look at Instagram. I'll look at Twitter. I'll look at, you know, TikTok. I'll look at email and then I'll put it down and I'll pick it up. Five, you know, like maybe the right. watch would help that. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I think it's hard. All these questions to go back to the question. Sorry to be well, off topic. Should we, I, should we read the question? Yeah, let's read the question. I, I, let's, I, let's the, do it. She was, hi, J&J. I'm a big fan, feather feather, and coming to you, you for your perspective on how I should tell my boyfriend who I live with that if he tests positive for COVID and I do not, I want to go stay somewhere else until his isolation is over. Against our city's guidelines, my boyfriend went drinking at a bar with 18 friends last week. Uh, now COVID is making their way <laughs> through the whole group. Hear that contact tracers. <laughs> I, boyfriend and 18 I, friends when drinking. This is such a female email. And I, I hate, I'm sorry. I to like the way it. she spells 18. It's like, she yeah. knows she's being sassy, but she does the whole like uppercase, lowercase letter thing. It's so like, this is how women react to when you break up with them. You're breaking up with me seven days before my quarter birthday and right around Arbor Day? How could you? Like, she is adding on things to put her put us on her side. She's Against emphasizing his irresponsibility. I, I understand, and I appreciate it. I love the email. I love the emailer. Um, and I appreciate that she loves the show, and it sounds like she likes my other podcast, too, so that's very nice. But I would say... <laughs> I would say to her, it, it, it's she outs herself with her email. Like she sounds like she's in court and she's the annoying person representing like the 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 bigwig against our city's guidelines. My boyfriend went drinking at a bar with eighteen friends last week. Now COVID ooh, is making, making its their way. Through the whole group, and it's a house of horrors. And it's like, okay, I get it. He's an asshole. Like <laughs> she, I mean, she's probably like, I told you that, that you know football wasn't that important. Sure, <laughs> gotcha. Oh, I wish I had eighteen friends to go out with. I, I, I would be, I, I, I wouldn't be with him because that's against the rules. But I, I don't know. Sorry. I, so she I, says, I digress. Him and I are currently waiting on our test results. Is he? He was a close contact of multiple confirmed cases. Um, I don't want to stick around and risk getting sick, but seem, he seems offended that I would leave and has started guilt tripping me when I when I explain my fear of having COVID. Any tactful words? Thanks. Unwise. <laughs> unwise. She signs <laughs> off with he's unwise. Like that was <laughs> unwise. That's probably yeah, that what was... she says to him. she. <laughs> uh, unwise is such a like an like an, a mom word too. Just. That was unwise, Mister. Like, well, what do you I mean, think? if you're kind of, I, go, what do you go think? ahead. I'm sorry. I, I mean, I, I'm, I, I can see sort of being her boyfriend and being offended. The first time I read this, I thought they had both gone to this bar. Mm. Um, so it does seem like part of her response is kind of like, listen, like you're the one who like fucked up. Like, I don't, I'm not trying to like volunteer to get it too, sure. and. I think she I do think she has a point like she's kind of like um I don't really want to get this. I didn't make the decision to go do this thing. I think everyone mm. thing everyone has to remember is everyone's personal choice 
in this matter to protect themselves as much as they want. She's like, I don't want to get it. I'm going to yeah. leave. I think that's fair. She didn't go. He went. He took the he knew that that was like a possibility and that this was would possibly be a repercussion of it. And so I think if he did that knowingly and he gets it like and she leaves, he really shouldn't be offended. It's I, I'm with you. I think the the emailer is has her right to go. I'm leaving. Good luck. I'll be back in a couple of weeks. You have my number. Right. You're my boyfriend. We live I'm together. I'm here for you, you if you need me. I'm, I'm yeah. here for you if you need me, but I got to go. I don't want to get I don't want to get sick and um I'm annoyed with you that you kind of put me in this position. But we're going to be fine. I just have to move out. And and I to me, it's not the food she's it's it's not the food she's serving. It's how she's serving the food. Okay. So and this is a lot of the You're thing. She's bad. She's saying it like passive aggressively. Yeah, I I think don't use covid as as your leverage to tell someone how bad of a person they are, because I think like right now, everyone is, I think there's so a many lot other of, good ways. There's so many it. good, like, like it does when she writes and I joked around in the beginning when she writes against our city's guideline, my boyfriend went drinking with 18 friends last week. Now COVID is making their way through the, like, uh, test by, and I do not, I want to go stay elsewhere. His isolation. It's okay to look at someone and go, listen, I get it. You went out with friends, but like, if you're mad at him, don't combine the anger of him going out with friends with this like morality play of COVID. And I, I right. think this is this is the cause for a lot of division is everyone look, you know, like one time I was on a flight and I'm drinking a water. So I'm pulling down my mask and I took a selfie and it and then I was, you know, took a selfie Put the mask back up on a flight. That's what you're supposed to do. If you drink a water, right. you can take down your mask, take a sip, put it back up. In the course of this whole process, I, I took a selfie where my mask was on my chin and someone wrote back, wear the mask. And it's like, I live in the same reality as that person. I live in the reality that masks are part of the process and you got to wear them. And I'm tr we're all trying our best. I blocked that person immediately. Because that is a form of schadenfreude. You're just looking to like, and, and when you're telling able-bodied, right-minded adults about the rules that they already know about, this guy made a mistake. He fucked up. If you're mad at him about going out with his friends, make it about that. But don't be like, and now I'm moving out. Like, right. it feels like you've used COVID as leverage to own him in this argument which is like there's no argument you either want to move out or you don't that's not a personal matter it is a you know you're taking your health into your own hands and you've decided on the practical side over the romantic side which is totally fine right. as we talked about before but it's like i mean Make i get two separate things yeah i just think there's a way to serve this where you go hey um, I wouldn't have gone out. I, I make it an I thing. I wouldn't or have gone even out. Like, even like I'm saying, if you're totally separating it, then just being like almost like ignoring the whole fact of how he got it. You could just be like, listen, if you have this and I don't, I'm going to leave. So I don't get it. It's nothing to do with, you know, why, like how you got it or why you, I mean, he could have gotten it going for a walk or going to the supermarket or going sure. whatever. Like he could have gotten any other way. I think like, like you said, like you got it. Doesn't matter how you got it. I don't want to get it. Nothing to do with that. Maybe maybe you have a separate issue with that that you discuss separately. But like for this, this is just about me not wanting to be sick. Yeah. And 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 if listen, there's another way this goes. If she was mad at him for going out in the first place, 
nobody wants to be bet against. Like, you know, like nobody right. wants to go, ah, got you with the COVID. Like, you know, so I, I think like if you're be mad about him going out in the first place, don't be dancing in the end zone because he got a disease. You, <laughs> you know, like like it, it, so if she is mad that he went out. Hey, you really like th- this is a relationship problem and not a should I move out for COVID problem. Right. Like, this is a values problem, perhaps. Yeah. Like a, you know, a a safety threshold problem. I don't know if this is the same, but I, I, I just don't like that thing where someone like serves their own purpose via the disease. Like it is a it is literally killing people. And if you're using it to get your own thing across, then it, it becomes right. unsavory. And people people reject that. Like I like to live in the land of net positives. How do I get someone who disagrees with me to inch forward towards agreement? I mean, yeah, it's also the thing of like, I mean, just like in terms of effectiveness, like shaming people just doesn't work. It doesn't. I, I wasn't. I was more than anything else. I think that's a reason not to do it. It just doesn't like actually make people change their behaviors. If you're trying to like out them and shame them, that's why people that's why like abstinence only or like shame, shame based like sex, um, you know, sex ed doesn't work. Yeah, I'm. I'm you're going to do you. it. Here's how to do it. <laughs> yeah. Taking the picture of the person across the street who's walking outside, not wearing the mask with their and, and with their girlfriend who is and being like, well, all men don't wear the mask. It's like, all right, that was a strategy that made me fucking hate you. You know, like, right. it's like you know, it, it's again, I'm looking for net positives. Again, what we talked about in the beginning, I want math. I want to move forward. I want. And then some people go, well, the only way to move forward is if you put on the fucking mask. And then you're like, yeah. So how do we make that happen through shame or through empathy and encouragement and and working together? You know, I, I again, some of these people hate on these things and I can't understand it. I mean, I saw I'll tell you I'll tell you a quick story. Jess and I went to go get tested. We went uh, on Monday. We woke up at. 6 a.m. to get in line. It was an hour line outside. They open at 8. Uh, we're sitting there with coffee. Who says and there's, there's a- not good date ideas? Yeah, we're dating, oh. baby. <laughs> <laughs> that was our date night. And uh, I got I got her the coffee and everything. $3.95. So I, we're in line, and there's a woman, and the line kind of snakes around, and there's a woman in front of us who's, <laughs> she's going, she she's, keeps repeating, don't die without Jesus. Don't die without Jesus. If you're going to die, don't do it without Jesus. Don't die. And she's in line for COVID. So like she like COVID already is drenched in the fear of death. Like we're all afraid mm-hmm. of killing someone or being killed by a horrible disease. And she's going there. Hey, you know, you're close to death. Don't die without Jesus. And I mean, it's like she sounds like she has some other issues. Of course she does. Can you imagine being the, the nurse that has to like, <laughs> like, like right. test her? Hear hey, you're gonna put, we're gonna put this swab out your nose. Okay, uh, but not without Jesus. Jesus. It's like so. I but to me that didn't make me want Jesus more. In in the same way that you just said, like it didn't. That woman has other issues. She's crazy. Right. Like it doesn't pull me towards Jesus. Like it doesn't scare me into Jesus. It, it makes me go, "You're fucking crazy for believing in this shit." And and that's not to say people who believe in God are crazy. I'm just saying she has pushed me farther away from her side of things. Yeah, because that stuff doesn't work. It's like, um, I mean, it's funny. I when I would complain, I have relationship issues, and I talked to my therapist, and he was like, "You should read this book, Don't Shoot the Dog." 
which is basically about like how when they I mean it's about training animals training dogs but also training like dolphins who like you can't train them by like punishing them because it just mm. doesn't work they don't like associate it so the only way you can do it is like positive reinforcement which I like to give an example of like calling your mom so if I call my mom and she's like you know you never call me like it's how nice to, how nice to hear from you. I ne- you never call me. Like yeah. Uh, what a surprise. That makes me want to call her less. I'm, if I call I, my mom <laughs> and she's like, oh, I'm so happy to hear from you. Like how is everything? I missed you so much. I'm more likely to call her more. That example is perfect. You're right. Yeah. You're absolutely right. And so I yeah. And this is for your I again like we're I don't know how far away we are from the actual subject, which the apples, but the actual subject is like. Your boyfriend's getting annoyed with you, probably not because you're moving out. Uh, I think he feels shamed in a way for making a mistake that he's probably not happy with himself for making. I would assume nobody wants to do bad. Yeah. No one wants to feel like they're being punished by not only the disease, but then like society and their partner. Yeah. and, and, And also to be like the moral you know be someone who's morally superior living with them it's like yeah maybe you are but maybe that's not the route to go to like you know impart to him why you're leaving the house for covid right you want to do some awkward sex did we piss off enough people yet with this mask i think so i can't wait to hear all their (laughs) positive feedback about that one by the end of their feedback i'll be i'll be running through the streets naked licking old people um (laughs) there we go push me so far away there's no better feeling than spinning around in a salon chair to see your hair looking absolutely perfect but it feels impossible to come up with that same look at home even the best blowout brush won't give you that salon shine thanks to vegamore sticking to my hair routine has never been easier and i'm finally seeing the shinier healthier looking hair that i've always wanted now i love the way my hair looks and feels it's like salon fresh hair that starts at the roots i have the grow hair serum and i can already tell that it's working like my hair feels healthier i love that it doesn't make my hair feel oily or sticky i feel like i'm doing something really healthy for my hair. I also got to try the lash serum and the brow serum. Honestly, my hair has been hard to grow. So I love what Vegamore is doing and I'm already seeing results. I'm already seeing thicker, faster growing hair. Vegamore products are 100% cruelty free and are never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. When it comes to seeing results, the key is consistency. For best looking results, use for a minimum of three months for visibly fuller, healthier, and thicker looking hair. When I sign up for monthly subscription, I can get one bottle or three bottles sent. Plus I save more and I never run low on the products I need to take care of my hair. Give your hair the power of a little pink bottle with Vegamore. For a limited time, you up listeners get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash UUP and use code UUP at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash UUP, code UUP to save 20% on your first order. V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash UUP, code UUP. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. 
Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Uh, Let's do some awkward sex. Let's do it. This week's awkward sexual encounter is presented by Willa. Embarrassing sex stories are inevitable, but at least you like your condoms, lube, and if the sex isn't what you were hoping for, there's always your trusty vibe to do the job right. That's why we love Willa, a new line of products by Trojan brand condoms made specifically for women. This new line has two kinds of condoms, a vibe and a lube, and is created for those who make pleasure a priority. With Willa by Trojan Condoms, you come first. Get your hands on the Willa Collection now, available exclusively at Target. Okay, we ready? I'm ready. Let's do this. Awkward sex. Hello, J&J. First off, love the pod, and I'm proud to say I've gotten so many of my friends to become fans as well. It's always fun to talk about your episodes with friends after a new one comes out. See, that's a great reason to share the gift of you up this holiday season. What a great way to connect with friends where you feel a little bit disconnected. Thank you for bringing more excitement to our conversation since we have no real updates due to quarantine. (laughs) So I have an awkward sex story. And I'm curious to see if you or other listeners have had this experience before. When I was in college, I was in marching band at a big state school. I know what you're thinking. Band kids are horny freaks in the sheets and we're all weird or a combination of the two. Well, I'll admit that sometimes that's true. <laughs> but we are really are mostly normal people, maybe. I, I, The whole band thing, doesn't it come from uh, American, American Pie? American Pie. Movie? Yeah, one right? time in band camp. Yeah, yeah. so like that's kind of where this... Uh, cultural it, lexicon thing. Yeah, yeah that's kind of where it came from. I, I don't think I knew that before. Like it wasn't like I was walking around being like, the band kids are all fucking, you know, like it wasn't... I think I thought that about, I mean, like, it seemed like that was like a true stereotype of any group that like were into the same shit, like the theater kids, like, you know, hook up with each other or like the band kids or whatever. Well, I also think that like talking about sex and relationships isn't really like the most alpha thing, like, like alpha male, like in high school, like the, like, yeah, men, alpha dudes. And I, I hate that you know, term, but I'm using it to try and like the jockey dude is talking about, yeah, I like fucking, but he's not being like, and you know, I like to kiss down the neck. And sometimes (laughs) I imagine doing some, you know, cosplay. And sometimes it would be cool to dress as furries and dance around and have sex in the No, no, no. The jock is just, I like, but, but is big. Right. I want to fuck, you know, like that's like, you know what I mean? With band people and with creatives. They're a little smarter. They're just more in touch. They're, they're, the the idea of being seen as, like in a high school sense would I and in, right. in going into college, the idea of being embarrassed for having more open conversations that are somewhat vulnerable, they're already kind of over that hump because you're taking band. You're dressed right. as Peter you're Pan. You're an artist. Yeah. So like uh, at this point, Who's to, you know, like, and also, like, I think, like, on the female side, too, this is, you know, people are just closer and talking more and during these times. So it makes sense, like, yeah, societally. Okay, so 
so we'll admit sometimes that's true, but we are mostly normal people. Maybe. Anyway, one night at a band party. Woo, about to get crazy. <laughs> Can you imagine just like people walking around with tubas and shit? <laughs> like, yeah, what does that mean? Like a regular party, but with instruments? Yeah, I hope someone brought the Willa Lube. Uh, already, I, was, <laughs> <laughs> I was really hitting it off with a guy who was in the drum line. And I had been crushing on him for a long time. We eventually headed back to his room to hook up and to set the mood. He put on some music. It was all going great. But then once, sex, once we started having sex, something weird happened. We were doing missionary. And once he was inside me, he instantly started thrusting to the beat of the song. Wow. Uh, like his nice. drummer brain and body could not follow, couldn't not follow the beat. This was a bit odd, but I kept going along with it. But once songs changed, he also changed his thrusting <laughs> to match the exact beat of the song. Once it, 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 it's, guy's it was got rhythm. Weird. He's got rhythm. He's got moves. Probably more moves than I would ever have. It was weird and all I could think about, but he didn't seem to find it odd at all. Well, he's doing it. I don't like, like, right. You don't know what he's thinking. He might be in his head being like, I guess I do the Macarena now. Like. She, she wanted him to be self-aware, like, I know this is weird, but um, this is how it's going. Yeah, at what point during sex do you stop and be like, hey, so I'm going to switch up the moves now just to let right. you know. With I know the song? <laughs> like, I'm picturing a workout instructor who's like, okay, like, do it with the beat or, like, go against the rhythm. Yeah. Uh, it was weird, uh, but he didn't seem to find it odd at all. All I could think about after was, what if we were listening to EDM and he just went straight to Pound Town with the beat drop? That would Sounds be fun, cool. I think. Yeah, yeah, why not? Luckily, that wasn't the case because I would have been utterly demolished. <laughs> Whoa, really crushed that pussy to some David Gray. <laughs> you know? oh my God. I'm imagining like a in a Swedish house mafia themed <laughs> sexual experience. Luckily, that wasn't the case because I would have been utterly demolished. Still, I thought it was weird how he had to match the beat of the song. The other times we hooked up after this, the same thing happened, and he always put music on. Has this ever happened to you? If you play music while having sex, are you conscious of the beat of the song? Would love to hear your thoughts and names for this XOXO. So, what, do you, Jordana, has this happened to you? Um, no, I've never been with anyone with that with that much rhythm. Or, I, like, he's probably a good dancer. I think I'd be into well, it. That's kind of what I was thinking about. Like when you see people that are good dancers, the first thought is they must be great at sex. Right. That's why it's like so hot. Yeah. Like the, he, to see someone dance. And like, I mean, I'm not one of those people. I have terrible coordination. But like, I feel like that's like what part of what makes it like, and especially for, for uh, women, women, I think like a, like a sexual, it's like a very sexual thing to be like a good dancer. Absolutely. Like absolutely. I mean, I would think both ways because it's so surprising from a guy that you're like, wow, he can move a little bit like and, right. and, and for men, like it doesn't take a lot of movement to look like, you know what you're doing. Like, you know, men dancing can be subtle. So right. I, I, I do understand, like, remember in like remember in like middle school, you'd have the grind line. Yeah. Where you'd like match up your genitals like, and just sway back and forth right. and rub them against each other. She's extremely sexual, yeah. Well, first of all, our parents must have been horrified. Is like, that still a thing, I wonder? Are, 13, I, are like 14-year-olds grinding? I think they're fucking on the dance floor now, considering what okay. I see on TikTok. I, uh, 
So I, but I, I, I do remember the grinding being like general, somewhat new when I was in middle school. And now I think about it and I'm like, man, these parents are like, yeah, go have fun at the dance. And then they just see people just like, like two rubbing up against each other, basically having, having sex with clothes on. Yeah. Two young animals just going, you, you pointing at each other's genitals and then going, okay, we rub it together to make fire, you know, feeling like a hard thing against your like ass. I feel like I remember that. That was just, it's kind of, it is very weird that that's like the acceptable teenage dance move. Yeah. Yeah. You're just like, you're like, I gotta get it. I gotta figure, I gotta do it in any way I can. I gotta, yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, now thinking about it, I'm like totally weirded out by the grinding. This made me think of like, you know, people like girls like love soul cycle because it has like this like, you know, you're it's less about the exercise, I feel like, and more about like moving to the beat of the music. It's like fun. I kind of feel like this would be like imagine having like a sexual experience in line with the soul cycle experience, which is like you're you're moving to the beat of the song. Like this sounds like something I'd pay for. Absolutely. I think (laughs) thirty five dollars plus water. Yeah. And shoes. (laughs) And here's your towel. Yeah, I yeah, to me it, it it makes more sense than it makes not any sense. Like I do understand why she was like thrown for a loop, but like at least he's making decisions in bed. Like I I, I applaud yeah. anyone and also I think these are young decisions. So when you don't really nobody like comes up to you like in those soul cycle classes and is like, Hey, we gotta adjust the seat a little bit. Like no one tells you like you're going to arch your back a little bit. Everyone's figuring out sex on their own. So right. this guy who's in college, I'm sure he's newer to sex than he is than he is experienced at sex. And he's like, what do I do? And he's like, I'm going to go along with the song. What makes more sense than that? I agree. I think I, I think this is a uh, green flag. Yeah. I'm like, at least he's trying. I mean, I can't lie to anyone and say, I've definitely matched the energy of the music I'm listening to. I'm not, you know, like a rabbit, you know, like I'm not like one of those dogs humping their, their doll when I'm listening to Dave Matthews crashing, you know, like, <laughs> like right, I'm you're self-aware cra- enough to, to have some sort of a vibe. Yeah, I, I'm going to match crashing. Right. So, and I know that, you know, again, I sound like the loser, but I, 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 I understand where the thought process comes from. I get what he's doing. Like, you want to do a good job. You want to match the energy of the room. You put on music. You got, well, you know, you've got, like, Jamiroquai playing, and you're like, I'm going to fucking go for it. Do you have any names for this one? Um, This one time at band, at band party, of course. Of course. Uh, the Grind Line. Okay. Hips Don't Lie. I like that. The the tuba twirl. Um, that's what I got. What do you got? Anything? I have. I mean, it's December. I've got to call this one the little drummer boy. <laughs> I love that. That's In the it. Christmas spirit. Absolutely. I think that's it. Well, thank you to the listener for sending in this email. Um, it sounds like he did try, um, but you still didn't get what you wanted. So good thing Willa has what you need. 
Uh, that's this week's Awkward Sexual Encounter presented by Willa. With Willa by Trojan Condoms, you come first. Get your hands on the Willa Collection now, exclusively available at Target. The Vibe and Condoms are available now, and the lube just hit the shelves. You can buy online at Target.com or visit TrojanBrands.com to learn more. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Let's do an email. Are you ready? Yeah, let's absolutely. All right. Have kind of a weird situation I was hoping to hear your thoughts on. I've been dating this guy for about five months and things have been going well. Pretty early on in the relationship, I want to say by day three, we realize we have political differences. For context, I'm strongly liberal and he is moderate. This has led to us having some disagreements, but we have never offended one another. In fact, we are in agreement that our conversations are quite productive and we both really like that we're able to talk about these things and have an open and honest dialogue. The day the election was called, I was hanging out with my friends who were just as liberal as me. He was with his friends and asked if our groups could hang out together. I was nervous and excited for this as this would be my first time meeting these friends and I wanted to make a good impression. Knowing that my friends are a lot more aggressive than me politically, I asked them to please not instigate anything as I knew he was moderate but didn't know where the friends stood. I expressed the same thing to him and he was in 100% agreement. Plot twist. My friends immediately interrogated his friends and instigated a full on political argument. In fact, they asked who the group of them had voted for immediately after they walked through the door. I did my best to intervene and end the conversation, but no one listened to me. Afterwards, he was really upset with me and thought I should have done more to support him. He said he would have never put me in that situation. We ended up having an hour long argument over this. I think my friends acted incredibly out of line and disrespected my relationship. But while I think his feelings are 100% valid, I don't think it's necessarily fair for him to hold this against me when I set up front not to engage and neither my friends nor him stopped the argument when I asked. I don't want it to come across as choosing a relatively new guy over my longtime friends, but at the moment, I'm much more upset with my friends about the, about the group argument. At the same time, I'm pretty upset with how he handled it with me after the fact as I felt like a lot of the blame was placed on me. He also expressed that he wasn't the biggest fan of some of my friends, which is not surprising, but still upsetting as I think about what our relationship will look like moving forward. Do you have any advice on how to approach both of these relationships moving forward? Is there a way for a relationship to work if there's a mutual dislike amongst him and my friends? And is it fair for me uh, to not want to introduce my friends to anyone else I might date in the future based on this interaction? Sincerely, the real loser of this election night disagreement. This is a uh, very tough email. Um, I'm happy we're doing it. I think, um, again, with these subjects, they are way more emotional than they've ever been before. Right. Definitely. Yeah. Um, and uh, again, this all lands in the land of emotion. You know, what, who no, no matter who you agree with politically, this all feels emotional just to 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 question someone on who they voted for the minute they walk into a door to a fun party to me is a little bit, um, I wouldn't want to be around those people either. 
Like they're well, it's like I, that person is trying to start shit, and it doesn't yeah. matter which way they lean. Like anyone who did that on either side, I think you would think like you're looking, you're looking for like to to annoy some people, or you're only you're saying it not be, because you want to like get into it. Yeah, you want to start. Yeah, you're looking to start, and you know it sucks. And 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 uh, listen to me. The beginning of this email sounds very nice and actually healthy. Like she's like. I lean very le- left and he's a moderate and we've had discussions and we're getting along. Like, like, like right. to, to some people saying you're moderate is actually offensive to them. And, and if you're listening right now and you're like, well, I could never even speak to someone like that. Well, that's you. That's okay. You, you, right. that's your, that's your choice. You know, choice. And I think we have to respect that in this situation, when you have someone of moderate leanings and you have someone who's, self-described politically left and and aggressively left or whatever they you know they said very left um you have to go okay let's look at the situation for what it is these people are working it out and they found a healthy way to interact on these topics so right you know if you're sitting here going well just talking to him at all is is offense is horrible you're like okay then you're not, not he's not the guy for you not the guy <laughs> for you but they're making right. it work so this isn't about his politics as much as it is respect from the friends who didn't seem to really respect you right. going into this and and i do understand saying to the friends i don't know if i agree with it but i understand it like hey guys just to let you know he's mo-, like it's not like he came in wearing a trump hat you know, like, like, and they were like, well, what the fuck? You know, like that to me is a different story. You know, mm-hmm. if you, I, I don't know, what would you warn your friends in this situation? I think I would say, I think I would do exactly what she did. I think she did everything right where she was like, mm-hmm. hey, like, um, I think it'd be fun for us all to hang out. Let's not talk about politics. Cause like, even though, you know, they might agree with, they, they might, I think it just, it might not be a great topic to talk. I mean, I get, I get when she's like, this was the day of election day, the day mm. the election was called. So that's Saturday. So is that it Saturday? Was that's a tough day drinking. to avoid talking about something that's like very, very clearly like happening. That's um, fair. I, well, that's the other thing where it's like, I think it's okay for it to come up naturally. Like you're celebrate, you know, people are popping champagne in the streets of New York I was in Charlotte. It wasn't like that. I wasn't in an area where people were popping champagne. So like it all depends on where you were on that day. But if like if someone's like I'm popping champagne, I feel such a sense of relief. This is uh, I'm a huge political person. I've been following this every day. It feels good to have this kind of win. I understand that. I'm not someone who believes in cheering on political candidates. I think that's I mean, to me. You hire someone for the job and you hope they do the best job they can by everyone in, you know, in the country. So to me, when I hear like, like, again, I can look at someone celebrating and go, I understand it, but that's just not my thing. But if you're at a party where everyone's celebrating and then they go, well, who did you vote for? And you go, ah, fuck off. That's a different story. Like there's ways that this could come up naturally that I would totally understand. But to berate someone or to to interview someone, you know, to be sitting there with a clipboard as they walk in, who'd you vote for? You know, like right. Who'd There's you a vote way to handle why? things. Like, yeah. There's a way to handle things gracefully. I I mean, like, I totally get like the celebration thing. I mean, like, I I was like excited on that day. I understood like the 
it was it was very it was a really cool day to be in the city just because I think obviously like the city's taken a hit and people totally. seem hopeful and positive and excited and regardless of anything like that was really really great um and I think that it's no different than like guys celebrating a sports win like do you know what I mean but I'm trying to think I'm trying to put it in some, a different context well of things that I would, might not understand some would say that's kind of the issue with politics right now is that it's turned into sport for people right and it's very emotional I mean I was happy with the result but I'm also sitting there going okay let's I'm again hopeful's the word where I was like I hope right. There's more direction with coronavirus. I hope people feel more there's heard. More I, ho- I hope there's right. more unity. I, I'm so hopeful. And again, the the outcome made me feel more hopeful on that specific day. But then it's like, I right, get to work. It's time. It's time to figure this out. Like I, I, but I, I, again, that's me in my head. I'm not looking to everyone I interact with going. So who'd you have? You know, like right. I think that's a different. Well, that yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's a different mentality of like. I'm I'm personally excited versus I'm trying to like I'm trying to use this and I think this brings it back to almost the original email with the gut with the girl who's like punishing her boyfriend it's like mm. I'm trying to use this as leverage to make other people feel shitty versus yeah. I feel good You're um, absolutely right so I think that's really the issue with her friends where it's like you could be just happy and celebrating and not and not using that opportunity to talk shit or to be negative to just be happy on your own yeah. Um, or with your friend, with your friends. And, um, and, and again, the response from some would be, well, they did it to us. And it's like, how old do you sound right now? You know, right. <laughs> like I, I, I just don't think that's a I'm looking for net positives. I say it all the time. I'm looking for net positives. And again, these these women that interviewed the boyfriend and his friend the minute they walked in to me, they're not helpful. I don't think right. they move the cause along. I, I don't think they get us to you know like there's an economic theory they made a movie about it um russell crowe beautiful mind was about like you know him coming up wasn't it about i'm talking out of my ass he was right like now. i think he was like a paranoid schizophrenic and he came up with some sort of math equation it was an economic theory i think and <laughs> <laughs> john nash yeah and he, it was an economic and and but there's one famous scene from the movie where it's like if all the men go for one woman then they don't get the woman at all and if they all go for their own women or you know it's like this one scene with them in a bar and him explaining this economic theory through men going for women and how it's like you can all lose or everyone can win type of thing and it's like how do we get to a point where we can all find a win find hope um and i don't think and and if i walked into a party and I was immediately put into the position of explaining my political stance and my background. Um, I would be put off by this party. I would say this isn't fun for me. Um, if I had to like, if I was being told what I need to say to be a good person again, like, right. I think it's kind of, it's, it's interesting because I feel like if this happened on any other day, then these two groups of people could have just had a fun time if they had never Maybe it's never come up. Maybe, maybe, or maybe it's so entrenched, trenched in their lives that like they're never really going to get along or they would never be. Um... So, I mean, to make this a less political conversation, because we I don't know what we could really say to like, you know, uh, whoever's angry at what we said is already <laughs> angry. But I I would say um, what would Mike's friends ever affect how you felt about Mike? 
Um, I think if all of his friends, if there was a theme among, I think one, you can have a friend who's X, Y, or Z. You can, you know, every guy has their like womanizing friend or their mm-hmm. friend that's like, uh, you know, not some someone you might want to hang out with at a party, but you would never date or like, uh, you know, everyone has like their 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 person, their their different people within their group. But if they're all like that, then I do think that might give me a sense of like. You kind of are like the sum of the the top six people that you hang out with. So I think I would think of it like that. Like if I, you know, if I, if I, every one of Mike's friends was like, I knew that they like cheated on their girlfriends and they were going out and they were like, mm. you know, saying fucked up things and being and like owned that. Then, yeah, I would be like, you're kind of a sum of the people. Like, what do you, what do you have in common with these people? You're um, judged by the company you keep. Right. A little bit. I mean, I'm saying to an extent. Like, I yeah. don't think you are exactly who they are. I think you can be like, you can be friends with someone and disagree with them. But I think it's more like almost, again, it's like the aggregate. Like, what is the sense of the the friends and the aggregate that does give you a sense of like who are the kind of people that you want to hang out with and be around? Yeah, I, I mean, I have two different scenarios. One, I dated this one girl who I was, um, I dated this one woman who I was fixed up with and we were having a good time, but I was like, I don't know if we're connecting. And then... I met their friends out and the friends were just really generally not people I would want to be around. They, mm-hmm. they were kind of demeaning with me doing comedy. They were kind of, they were just kind of tacky to me and I just wasn't very surface level stuff. Not like, I'm not like looking into that. I'm not, they weren't sitting there being like, like they weren't horrible people. Tell they us a just, joke. Th- that happened. <laughs> and you know we're funny oh, they did do that <laughs> oh yeah 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 and that i understand but like you know we're really funny and like not really giving it was very um it just wasn't like i was like oh yeah i just don't want to hang around not these welcoming people. like a judgment panel yeah it was very much a right. judgment panel it was very much a a group of people that i wasn't looking to be around much and i think you I, can se- i think you can sense when people are trying to get to know you versus trying to like interrogate you i think it's this very different vibe totally and it felt like they were self-conscious it, it felt as if they were it, it felt like they didn't like themselves so they were going to take it out on me and and i get that i i but i did look at this person i go and i kind of afterwards i was like so yeah they were nice and whatever and she was like you know and we talked about the friends i was like who else do you hang out with like i wanted to like no like what are your other groups and that's the group and i was like and it turned me off to them. It, I, I'm not going to lie. Like, I, I was like, uh, you know, I would try this in any other way. But, like, it kind of fills you out as a person, your friend group. So, like. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, those are people you choose to hang out with. Not even, yeah. like, your family. And, and yeah, exactly. I had another scenario with Jess where this was somewhat not not as extreme as this. But I had a show. And I remember after the show at this comedy cellar. And. There were people that like, and listen, I, I am not a famous person. I don't claim to be famous. When people come to my show and they want to take a picture, my dad's like, who the fuck would want a picture with you? <laughs> and, I, and I agree with that statement. But I also understand why someone would ask for a picture. And I think that like fills my soul. It, it makes me feel so right. good. 
and I love taking a picture. And, and it that's hurts. very different than you being like, who wants to take a picture with me? Well, <laughs> well now I kind of do because I know I get ahead of it where I'm like okay. with coronavirus. I'm like, hey, I'm not going to do pictures. I know some people would like them. I, I give a spiel basically. Okay. Basically, along the lines of the one I'm giving now, where it's like, my dad says, who the fuck would want a picture with me? But I understand if you do. So please come outside. I'll, I'll be out in front of wherever. Before coronavirus, this was like a thing. that I'd be like, I'll be outside. If you want to take a picture, would love to meet you. If you don't, you can wave at me anyways. I'm not, you know, it's not going to be awkward. I'm not going to be like, where's my picture? You know what I mean? So right. I had a show in New York and I came upstairs and I said, I'll be up at the top of the stairs if you want to take a picture. And then like some people lined up and I remember... Um, Jess and her friends were a little bit drunk and they came up and like, as people were kind of waiting to like take these pictures, her and her couple of friends like came up and like charged to the front. were like, Oh, pictures. Ah, who would want? And they were kind of making fun of the idea of taking a picture <laughs> with me. So I'm looking at, so we're taking this picture and, and so then they're kind of, and I'm sitting there going, okay, like to me, them making fun of the idea of pay, taking a picture was making fun of anyone who would take a picture with me. And I said to Jess afterwards, I was like, Hey, that offended me. That not, not, not because it offended... I'm not offended that someone would think it's stupid to take a picture with me. I'm offended that you would make someone who wants to take a picture with me feel stupid. And right. we talked it out. And listen, I understood... At that point, I, I love Jess and I'm looking at her, but I'm like, let your friends know that that's not how it works. Like, I'm just letting you know. Like, put the message out. And if they have a problem with that, we can talk about it. We can have a conversation. But the way you, the way that went down made me feel really badly. And I think, you know, again, Jess is a relationship that I'm still in. The other person is a relationship where I ended it. So for this woman, this woman that's writing in now, like it, it's 50, 50 to me. Like if he was already Depends like how strong, how strong the relationship with you is, how in he is with you and how in you are with him. Like, are it, you willing to, to tackle it? If he was already half annoyed with these political conversations you were having and was kind of dealing with it and thought, well, you know, this is one part of a relationship. And then this came up. I could see how he's like, I got to rethink this relationship. If, he, if, if it's this one thing and he loves the, inter, the exchanges you guys have and he looks at you and goes, hey, that really hurt me. Um, I need you to let your friends know. I'll give them another chance. But I, I just no, let them know that, like, that wasn't a way I want to interact with people. Like, right. that's a different, you know, it could go. I can yeah. understand both. I didn't think that was respectful of, of my friends and I. Yeah, which is fair. It, and it's fair, but what happens now a lot of times is people go, well, I guess, you know, like then, you know, people use the, you know, the morality Trump words where it's like, I don't mean Trump the person. I mean like that, like, you know, that, that like. Right. Well, if you're well, against this, then how could. That, then you're you know? this and right. you're that and you're a white supremacist and you're. I mean, we talk about like, this with dating rules, too. It's like if you have a, a hard rule about something, then like one, maybe you're not a match for this person. Mm -hmm. If you're like if your rules are so hard and, and steadfast that you can, you know, that there's no way around them, then you're not a match for this person. And two, I think that like rules don't really take into, into consideration the nuance of the conversation. Like it doesn't really yeah. let you be open-minded. It doesn't let you hear someone out. Even if you don't, you cannot. I think the concept of not agreeing with someone and still being able to talk to them is like something that has been lost. Sure. The, like, <laughs> and I, and I do understand why it's been lost. Cause some people use that argument to be like, yeah, you should be able to, you know, you know, uh, like use hate speech. And you're like, well, that's not, 
something to it's disagree on, right? You know, like yeah. That, I mean, that's t- that. That's what I'm saying. It's like I think that I don't think that's saying you can you can disagree on anything and still be and yeah. still be compatible with someone. But I think it's kind of saying like there are some things that we can disagree on and that's okay, and other things that we can't disagree on. And if we disagree on them, then it's not going to work out. Yeah, I, I sometimes you disagree with someone. You're like, okay, we live in two different planets. I need to remove myself from you because you don't live in a reality that I live in and I don't even know how we find common ground. And and then there's another world where you go, we disagree on this, but I do understand the position you're coming from and the reasonings you gave me to come to that conclusion. And this is, you know, I'm with you. I I, I think we totally agree. I I feel for this person because the, the idea of like, is it fair for me to not want to introduce my friends to anyone else? I think it's, I think it's unless I think if that's the case, then you really don't like your friends that much. Yeah. And you need like, to, have you have to look at your relationship with your friends and say, like, are these people that I because if I don't want to introduce if I'm embarrassed to introduce you to someone that I'm dating, then I'm not proud to be your friend. Yeah, I'm with you. And and if if I can't trust you to meet my friend unless they align with you 100 percent, then like, you know, how into freedom are you like how into like you know, what type of politics do you really believe in at that point? Like, right. It's, 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 um, and again, these are hard conversations. These are hard for things, things for us to talk about on a podcast. That's why we kind of reference this ghost that's mad at us. Like, right. you know, like it's like, you <laughs> I know, mean, I don't even, I don't even think this is like about, this is about any particular political side. This is about difference. I think that what it boils down to is differences in a relationship. Yeah. And, and listen, if, if, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like the thing that is in politics that would be a good metaphor. Like if I walked in and someone was like, you're a virgin. I, I, don't, I don't know. Like, uh, like, Well, I think it's kind of like if I walked into a uh, like a if I walked into a Jets bar and I'm like immediately like Jets suck. Like, you know, like there you, there is a sense of understanding like your audience and where you are and like, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah, and the people that you're around and knowing that like not everyone in that room agrees with you. Like I listen, I've gone to Patriots games in Jet Stadium and I've worn a Patriots sweatshirt. And when I'm wearing a and I, I remember going into the seats and like some guy like whispered in my ear, you're like, you Patriot fucking motherfucker. And then like took my popcorn and like took a handful of it with his like gloved, disgusting <laughs> hand. And it's like I wasn't sitting there being like I, I was like, yeah, you represent the worst form of this Jets fan. But that also didn't make me think that all Jets fans were classless assholes. You know, like right. I, I I could separate this is a drunk piece of shit who just took my popcorn <laughs> from from there might be some nice Jets fans out there who understand like this is a game and this is. Yeah, and I obviously, I mean, like, sports don't come with the level of, like, morality and value system that politics do, so I don't think it's, like, a perfect analogy, even though I'm the one that brought it up, Um, but I... (laughs) No, it's it's as good as we have. You're you're absolutely right. I I also, like, you know, to, again, to a lot of people, politics is as much religion to people, so, like, you know, your, your boyfriend who considers himself moderate... Like, I I kind of have a lot of respect for that position because I'm close. I would consider myself moderate. I would consider myself an independent. Like I, 
And to me, that's just about looking at every issue and making a decision based on the knowledge that I have. Like, and I, I think that's like a position of reasonability. Um, I think unreasonable can exist on either side of the aisle. And it sounds like her friends are unreasonable. I think that's fair to say. So I, I would, again, like say, if this is meant to work out, if you guys have a strong enough connection, you'll figure it out together. And like, you can have a disagreement and yeah. work through it. And, and also to get back to her question, cause I, I, I think we, I strayed away for, from the topic a little bit, but I, she said, is there a way to relate a relationship to work? If a mutual dislike amongst him and my friends, I think in the situation with me and Jess and her friends, I was like, I was hurt, but I'm not done with them. I'm just letting you know that these are my feelings on what happened right. then. And there is a way to like, I, there's a way for me to get over it. Jess, you know, coming out here and being mad at me because she, because I told that story. She's probably upset because she thinks I'm still holding a grudge. I don't hold a grudge. I'm just don't let it happen again. Like, and right. we're over. And it. I think like, that's important too for people. If you're, if, if you're going to get through it just to like be able to let go and say, all right, yeah. let's start again. Let's start you know? again. And Hey, like, and I, I think like you're going to have to wait and see how does that next interaction go? You know, like, and, and he's going to have to wait and see too. Like he might go to that next interaction and like, I can understand that he's like, well, when's this going to come up? When's this kind of like, you know, this monster under the bed going to poke its head out of politics? And it's like, hopefully, and again, those conversations do come up. So, you know, they're unavoidable sometimes, but I think when I think they're unavoidable, but I think if you like want it can coexist with someone peacefully, like you can just avoid certain topics, especially and, and you can get through topics that are adjacent, um, by looking to actually talk and it sounds like their relationship lives in that world where he and her are willing to talk so maybe they're the more reasonable maybe it's a smaller group of friends maybe it's one-on-one -on -one. and that's you work your way through the group a little bit more you don't have like all yeah. 10 of um you know 10 women in vagina hats running at him when he walks in the door <laughs> right <laughs> that's fair all right, let's play some games. Let's play some games. Let's do it. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Red flag deal breaker. You ready? I'm ready. You meet a guy at a bar and exchange numbers. You make plans to go out later that week, but before you guys meet, they ask you for a selfie. Red flag or deal breaker? Deal breaker for me. Okay. Um, I don't like to be like sending photos of any of myself or anything before I'm like in a like it's like an on thing like this guy clearly kind of forgot what you look like look, look like wants to make sure he wasn't like too <laughs> drunk to remember and tell me if I'm wrong here but I assume this guy is kind of like was she hot I don't remember like yeah maybe she'll send me a picture and then I can cancel last minute if I didn't like it I mean like to me it's kind of like an obvious thing of like trying to see if he remembers what you look like correctly it is very hard when you meet someone at a bar to go uh, your name is julie what how do you spell the last name so that you can check them out online right before going on it so they probably got julie at the bar or you know julie julie big boobs or julie you know hot ass or julie sundress or julie right. julie sweatshirt you know and and that's where you are in his phone and you're right. He's definitely doing the 
let me see what you look like because I'm a little hazy from that night and I want to make sure this date is worth going on. Right. If, if, if they couldn't decide on whether you're worth it on that one for drinks, at least on that one interaction, then they were then they weren't really looking to go on a date with you on that night. They were just looking to collect numbers, I would assume. Yeah. Or they were, I think, like maybe more interested in hooking up. Yeah, I would send back a picture of a different person. I would send back a pic, like a joke picture, if they asked me for a selfie. <laughs> send, yeah, I'd send a picture of Angelina Jolie. <laughs> <laughs> I would send a picture of like a guy's fat stomach outside of his shirt, and just be like, "Yeah, that's me," you know, like, and it would be no face, and it, it would just be a constant joking around with them to the point where they're like, "Okay, I'll see you tonight." But. If they push me hard for like, no, I'm going to need that selfie. I'm like, okay. I, 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 yeah. <laughs> just a little bit. Just half yeah, your yeah, face. Whatever. Just, you know. Let me just see your jawline. Okay. Uh, before I yeah. agree. Yeah. I, I, to me, it's not worth going on the date. Uh, but also, I guess from the guy's point of view, if a woman was like, let me see that selfie. And then they did want to go out. I'd be like, hi, they really want to fuck me. Like, I, I guess there would be a little bit of that to that. Right. So you'd probably be into it. Yeah. I'd, be, I'd probably be into it. Let's do another. All right. I've been going on walks with my friend and I recently started noticing that she usually has at least one earbud in listening to music while we walk. I wouldn't care, but I've been realizing it seems to distract her from our conversations. Is this common? Am I being too sensitive thinking that it's kind of rude? Um, I'm assuming we're, we're relaying this on to like a date. Yeah. I, I The one headphone out is like, convince me convince me right to turn this off (laughs) yeah because i i go into like restaurants sometimes and i'll be like i will apologize because i'm like i'm sorry i should just take this out because i could be going what 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 you know so like what do you think if you were with a girl and she was going on this walk well it's funny um mike and i have one fight that we have over and over and over again and Mm. we never really seem to resolve it and it's about him texting when we're watching a movie or a show okay. <laughs> yeah. um, and he is insistent that it's not a big deal and I shouldn't care. And I'm insistent that it is. I'm, I'm like, I'd rather watch the movie alone than next to someone who's mm. scrolling the internet next to me. Cause I feel like it dist- <laughs> it distracts me and I'm kind of like, I want to, I want to watch this movie as an activity with you or I'd want to watch it alone, but I don't want to watch it next to someone who's like scrolling and texting. It's like not quite as, fun for me does it matter what show it is um yes because is because if it's like a, like like jess and i watched housewives of of uh utah housewives or, you can text during but it's like we were, it was yeah. like saturday night we had like wine out we were like in a lot we had uh popcorn we were ready to like watch a movie mm. um and then like five minutes into the movie i like see the light it's like dark and you know what i mean i see the light sure and like that's that's enough like i again like i'm i'm in movie watching mode yeah i'm either watching the movie by myself like without you or like we're watching it screen free yeah and i want to be able to discuss it and i want to be able right. to talk about scenes i liked i i and get he, that he claims probably like this person that she's walking with being is and he's like i know exactly what's going on like I don't see why I have, there has to be rules around movie watching. <laughs> but it does. I, I take this person's side because like if you're like repeating things they're like what? Sorry, La Vida Loca was on. Right. Like you, you let her go like, well, what are we doing here? Like, uh, don't don't waste my energy. Like, right. have you ever been on the phone with someone who's half listening to you? And you're like, listen, I can I don't have to do this. Like, we can do this yeah. another time. I think it's rude. I think it's like I'm kind of like if you wouldn't do that on a work call. 
Don't yeah. do it on like a in like a conversation with me. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be on a walk with this person. I want either. Well, that's the other thing. Like, you know, sometimes we'll be in the kitchen and I'll have like a headphone on. I'll be like listening to a podcast. Like, I do listen to podcasts to to relax. Like, I do to like clear right. my head to not have to think about things and like not do this with my eyes. Like, I kind of just like let the world like let the world pass me by. And sometimes like just to be like, hey, like start talking. And I'll be like, pause the podcast. I want to get directly into this mode. What is it? And she'll get mad at me because it feels like I'm like, you know, outsourcing, you know, or something. Right. Like or I'm it kind of feels like it's like, oh, am I interrupting you to like yes, have a you real are. world conversation? <laughs> yes, you are. And I'm so sorry. To- <laughs> <laughs> so, right. Well, I, I, I get especially like the more intense the headphones are, the bigger it can seem like you're like really offering like a full concession. Like, okay. <laughs> What? <laughs> My friend and I used to, um, we used to debate what the douchiest way to say hello to someone was. And we would try and do it to each other. So like they would come up. So anytime he'd come up to me, I would look down at my phone and start texting. And then I'd wait till he was right in front of me. And then I put one finger up and I go like one finger up. And then I'd keep texting in his face. Right. And I was like, that's the douchiest way. Like I, this text is more, yeah, this text is more finishing this text is way more important than whatever the fuck you have. Right. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I, I mean, I think it'd probably be our, if we was, if it was like our first walk together, probably like a deal breaker. But like, if we had been dating for a while, maybe just a red flag, but I would, I would have to talk to them about it. I'm out. I don't like it at all. I, I, I'm very much of the nature of like, what I am doing is what I am doing. Okay. Like if so we're you're not walk- texting during shit, I am, but like, again, it's like in that like Real Housewives. I can text. Um, okay. On a walk, I'm not texting. If we're right. done with the conversation, I'll move. Then I'll move on to it. But like to have music in your like, you need fucking elevator music to have a walk with me. Is like, all right, then go on right. your own walk. I don't need to go with you. I agree. I think it's rude. <laughs> Let's okay. do one more. They don't speak to their ex, but they like every single picture they post on Instagram, and vice versa. So they're doing a liking spree with the ex. I don't I don't like it at all. I don't like it either. I it's not that I'm breaking up with them, but I'm going, "Hey, what's going on here?" Are you guys how, like How into how far into dating are you saying that? I wait until I was like I again, is there any mention of like what their relationship now do they talk still? It's like they they don't speak, but they still like like to me that's like they're in jail cells next to each other and they're tapping on the wall to communicate still. Right. You yeah, know? it seems like a very silent like flirtation. Yeah, it's like it's it's basically like the same as like I'm still here. I'm still friendly. Like it, it right. is a it is a tap of friendliness. Yeah, it's funny cuz you don't want someone who's like hates their ex with a fiery passion mm. but you also don't want someone who's like still kind of got one foot it seems like sort of in the door this feels like one foot in the door this feels right. like an admission of like yeah we're still cool like you don't have there again we've talked about this with instagram a lot on this show where it's like there's a classy way to be online and this is a little less classy than that yeah because I can see it and I'm looking. We're all looking. Yeah. That's We're the thing. I don't, 
Do men know that we're all looking all the time? I think so. I think I think the idea like I don't think you operate in a world of like this thing's happening. Like we're we're already too far into the game of social media to believe that no one sees the things that you're doing. Right. It's just impossible. I agree. That's it. We solved dating again, right, Jordana? Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Listen, if you have an email, UUP at Betches.com, get yourself subscribe share make it your instagram story we love doing this podcast we love that you love it we hope that you love this episode a lot of tough subjects today jordana what do you think i think we did and i i hope that you guys are okay with how we handle them <laughs> i think so all right well that's it we'll be back next week i you up is hosted by jared freed and jordana abraham our editor is sean kilby social media by dana samuel artwork by Brittany levine our podcast managers are mike coscarelli and sean kilby be sure to follow us at you up pod on instagram and email your questions to uup at betches.com Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix, May 16th. Betches.